Good morning. If y'all would like to join me for the scripture reading, we'll start on Psalm 103, verse 1. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the, for all the oppressed. He made his ways known to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As our Father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed, he remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass, they flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is for those who fear him. His righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant, and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works, everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thank you, Kayla, so much. It is a joy and a privilege to be here today. Um, feel like there's a connection between us. Uh, Sandy, where was it we came here for that luncheon? Was it four years ago, five years ago? Slugger Dad? <laughs> Sandy uh, is a dental hygienist, and John Newell has been over here and spoke some. They, they went to Honduras to do dentistry in Honduras, and we came over here for a luncheon and y'all served us very well. We ate well, and y'all made dolls, and I think y'all made the little t-shirt dresses, I think, also. And Sandy went on a trip with John, and they took them and, and gave them away to children in different villages. Uh, Sandy gave away uh, toothbrushes and things and toothpaste, and Sandy said the little kids, they didn't know what toothpaste was. They would try to eat it like it was candy. And she also had like some little suckers and things that she would give away to them. And she said that she noticed when the kids were in the line to get something, some of the little kids would go through the line and they would go back to the back so they could go through and double dip. Um, whenever I came to y'all's lunch and I think I double dipped a little, got some extras. So I hope that today y'all know how to put on hospitality. Y'all know how to serve others. I hope today I can pay y'all back 
and that the Lord will serve up some good stuff for y'all here today, and I can just be up here and, and kind of serve it to you. I hope you enjoy what the Lord has for you today, and I hope that, that he fills your plate and you get some good stuff, and seconds and thirds are available. Don't be shy. Let's go to the Lord prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this group of believers, Lord, your sons and daughters. I want to thank you for the history of this church, Lord, and, and how it's been used to set the captives free, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. I ask, Lord, that any here today, Lord, that their hearts are troubled and that there are things that are holding them captive, Lord, that they would be set free today in Jesus' name. We welcome your Holy Spirit in this place. We welcome your angels, Lord, in this place to go and do your bidding to ascend to heaven back and forth to deliver what it is your will is here today. Whatever your children need, would you just express delivery to them today, Lord, that they get everything they need before today's service is over. And I ask, Father, that you would uh, bind up the strong man, the enemy that tries to come against us, try to bring distraction, who tries to steal the word from their ears, Lord. I just ask that you would put a mighty hedge protection around this building, Lord, that your children would have ears to hear and a mind to comprehend and understand what you're trying to say to them today, Lord, and that they would hear and obey. We welcome you here and ask you to do mighty works. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I came over here Wednesday and Evelyn was so nice to let me in and, and I prayed in y'all's church and it was awesome. It's, uh, you know, you go places sometimes you try to pray, it feels like they're hitting the ceiling and come back to you. It was easy to pray in y'all's church. The spirit of the Lord was sweet, strong here and I enjoyed my time. And uh, it has good acoustics. I walked up and down the sang some songs and it sounded pretty good to me the way the acoustics y'all probably wouldn't think so but it sounded good to me and uh i enjoyed it and i'm excited what the lord wants to do here today um when i was praying for y'all something i thought i heard was uh, uh setting setting the captives free um that maybe that's something he has for some of y'all here today he wants to set you free from some things um Jesus in Luke 4 quoted from the book of Isaiah 61, and I turned it open when I was here Wednesday, and I just want to read just a couple of verses before we go to Psalms 103. Isaiah chapter 63, Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to point it to them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Boy, that old spirit of heaviness is pretty heavy, ain't it? <laughs> Sometimes we carry it for years and years. Even when the people that put it on us are dead and gone, we still carry it. 
Hopefully we can get rid of that today. That they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. In Psalms 103, it talks about the benefits of God in the early verses. In verse 2, it says, Bless the Lord, God, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. Verse 3, who pardons all your iniquities and who heals all your diseases. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, it says, for all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes and amen. The promises have been fulfilled. How many of y'all have heard these verses before that, you know, it's our benefit. It's like an insurance policy. We're covered under the policy for our sins to be forgiven. The part of the policy that says our sins have been forgiven, we've probably read that one, haven't we? We've studied that one. We believe it. But the part about healing, the part about healing our diseases, that's probably in the fine print. We don't even read that, do we? I haven't heard many pastors ever preach about it, that it's a benefit for us. But it's, in, it's listed here in verse 3 as a benefit. There are many promises of God listed in his word for us. And we need to know the promises so that we can know the benefits so that we can enjoy the benefits of the policy. Right? When I was much younger and still living with my parents, I didn't pay for my insurance. My mom and dad did. They had car insurance on the car I drove, had health insurance to provide health coverage for me. But yet I was able to enjoy the benefits of the policy. If there was a claim to be made, it was paid and I didn't have to get a summer job or cut grass or anything to pay for the, the benefits. My daddy paid it. In Romans chapter five, verse eight, it says that before God knew us, before we were born, he sent his son to die for us before he even do us. Another benefit of God, we've, we've read it a lot, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to judge the world but that the world through him should be saved. God loving us, that sounds like a benefit, doesn't it? So we go back and look at, verse, at chapter 103. He pardons our iniquities and he heals our diseases. Do y'all think God heals today? Do y'all know anyone that's ever been healed in a church service in your life here at Granite Y'all know anyone that was sick and 
group of ladies prayed for her, their Sunday school class prayed for them, and they were healed. Do y'all know of any? Would you share, ma'am? in the blood of the Lamb. And when you tell stories like that, it builds the rest of our faith. So like sometimes we go to church, you know, and we give our prayer request at church and then we just go home. They, they email it to us, the prayer request. But we don't pull around the window and receive. We don't get it. When I pull to the Hardy's Clearwater down there for breakfast in the morning, my way going to the day shift, when I roll my window down and that exhaust fan, the breeze is blowing right, before I order, I'm already expecting it. I'm already can receive it. I can smell the grease in the hair and I like it. <laughs> I do. I do. I want a country steak, egg, and cheese. You have to have pies, I'll have pies, that's good. That's what I'm See, I'm not skinny like Brent. I like to eat. So, when you pray, are you expecting to drive around to the window and receive? Or you have, you have an expected faith when you pray? Or is it, oh, y'all pray for me, I forgot about that. And, and you, you forget about it. If we don't leave the 
drive through Chick-fil-A and Hardy's, wherever your favorite restaurant is, get your Starbucks coffee in the morning. You pull around and you expect to receive. We need to have that same tenacity and expectancy to receive from a good, loving Lord that loved us so much that he gave his son. He only had one arm, he gave it for us. Several years ago, I was speaking at Belvedere Methodist. John Newell was over there working for about six months. They were without a pastor. <clears throat> and it was the month of January, and John said, hey, Wayne, I want to give all their Sunday school teachers a month off, and you just come and teach for a month of Sundays, and then, you know, they can go back to teaching in their classes after that. I said, I said, okay. He said, why don't you talk about something about health or something like that? And I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm not going to talk about exercising. I don't really like that. I think it's something I enjoy. But I did it on healing, what the Bible says about healing. I went over to Whole Life Ministries in Augusta. They had a big, thick manual for $29.99. And it was more than you could doctors agree on healing, what the Bible says about healing. So I started teaching about healing. Every week, come in, do 20, 30 minutes. Uh, with everybody in the church came for Sunday school. Well, it was going good. It seemed like the Lord was blessed. So instead of stopping at January, we went into the first week of February, did another week on healing. Comes up week six. It's Valentine's Sunday. Brent, I worked night shift the night before. And Wayne is a procrastinator. Yes, I am. Wayne didn't have his message prepared. So I come on for night shift, and I'm fixing a pot of coffee, and I'm at the kitchen table. Oh, Lord, please come. Give me a message. I need it, Lord. Please, Lord, please, Lord. And I'm falling asleep. Falling asleep for the pot of coffee can be made. I was like, Lord, you're going to have to help me. I don't, I don't know anything. I, I just don't know what to do. I heard the Lord say to me, Wayne, go to bed. Just wake up. Go. It'll be all right. I got you covered. I got it. You know, I didn't argue with the Lord to pray 10 more times to see if that was his will. I went and dove in that bed. Got up just the time to take a shower. Come, come. I was supposed to be there at 10. I probably got there at 10.03, come wheeling in. And there are little ladies looking out of the church, like, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he supposed to be? So I went and spoke about the Holy Spirit. Tired and just trying to get through it. A lady came up to me after the thing. She goes, Wayne, she said, I heard you talk about the Holy Spirit. She said, the fire you talk about, I don't have, but I want it. Will you pray for me after the 11 o'clock service? At the end, when people come up to front. Can I, will you pray for me to see the Holy Spirit? I said, yeah, I'd be glad to do that. She was starting to walk away, and I heard the Spirit of God in me go, time out. It's going to take a little longer than that. Ask her to, to pray with you after the service. And the, they had a little prayer room back there when you first come in on the right. And, and get another lady to be present so that you're not out there in a prayer room, close up, just you and a woman. You've got another lady there, so you can, you know, everything looks good. So I told her that. She said, yeah. So that's what we did. Well, after the 11 o'clock service, and here, you know, I was struggling just to stay awake during the 11 o'clock service, and I might have went to sleep during prayer. I don't know. I probably did. But Wayne is tired. Wayne don't have any strength. Wayne's just barely functioning. Go back to the prayer room, and I'm getting ready to pray with her for the Holy Spirit. 
and get ready to start. And I check, I hear something from the Lord like the word rage and the word revenge. And I said, hey, um, I'm getting a red flag here before we pray. Can you explain to me what I'm hearing about the word rage and revenge? She said, well, Wayne, she said, uh, my husband, his brother, my brother-in-law, had cancer, stage four cancer. The medical bills were so expensive, they lost their home, they were homeless. They came and lived in our house a couple years ago. I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, they lived in our house, we took care of them, they ate our food, we took care of everything. My husband's brother passed away. And my brother-in-law's wife started having an affair with my husband, living in my house. The house that I did all this remodeling to, repainted, redid the floors, hung the wallpaper, made it just DIY the way I wanted it. Blood, sweat, and tears I put in it. And I got kicked out of my house. She took my husband. Wayne is wanting to get a baseball bat and go find where this ex-husband is. But you know what I heard the Lord say? Tell her she's got to forgive him. That's a hard word to give. But that's what I heard. And I told her, I said, you, you got to forgive him. You got to let it go. You got to let this rage of revenge and wanting to hurt him and get him back and pay him back and make things square for the hurt he caused you. You got you to let it go. She goes, okay. So I led her in a prayer as the Lord led me, and she repeated the prayer, and she confessed, and whatever till it felt like the Lord saying, okay, that's settled. That stuff's off the chalkboard. It ain't, you know, there's not any sin, there's not any obstruction. Now we can pray for the Holy Spirit. And I said, hey, I said, uh, if you want God's prayer lottery, you can have anything else you want. Is there anything you want? You got a blank check. We're going to pray for the Holy Spirit. Is there anything else you want? She goes, yeah, she said, my hands and wrists, and see right there, I've got arthritis, and it kind of bothers me sometimes. I got a little in my shoulders. Underneath her skin, the arthritis looked like someone had put ping pong balls between the skin and her knuckle. If you took a ping pong ball and cut it in half, it was under the skin and raised up. Little half circles about that high on each knuckle. I said, okay. So we prayed, the Holy Spirit came on her. She received the Holy Spirit. After that was over, she kind of came back and was going, woo, 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 woo. What? I couldn't do that before. What? 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 What's? She looked like, like Dabo after he won a game. You know, he had about ten Red Bulls all jacked up and just jumping around and jittery. <laughs> and I said, "What? What? What?" She said, "Look! Look! Look! I've got wrinkles in my skin. It was so tight and swollen before. I've got wrinkles because the, the swelling's going down." I went, "Really?" We walked out from the the prayer room out in the, the center aisle, and there's five ladies circled up talking after the service. She went and told them, look, look at my hands, look at the wrinkles. But they're good wrinkles, look at my wrinkles. 
So they, they put hands on her to pray for her again. And I heard from the Lord, don't close your eyes when you pray. Pray with your eyes open. They put hands on her, pray with their eyes open. As God is my witness, this knuckle right here that was a half inch high went whoop, flat, smooth. Then this one, whoop, whoop, whoop. Then this hand, whoop, 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 whoop. Then that knuckle and that knuckle. And it, it, it only took 30, 45 seconds. Incredible. Wayne didn't study. I didn't come off a 40-day fast. I just went and listened and did what he said. And you know what? Belverden Methodist is in the South Carolina Conference. It's in the Greenwood District, and it's in Aiken County, one of our little sister churches here. So do you think if God can heal a lady of arthritis and a broken heart, he can do it at St. John's? I think he can. I think he can. So I thank the Lord, what I heard praying for y'all, is he wants to set the captives free. I don't know what that is. It can be different for each and every one of us. It may be a physical healing. It might be you want to intercede for a loved one a son, a daughter, a grandchild. But what I thought I heard from the Lord was teach the word, give testimony of the word. That was the story we just had, the testimony. And now let him demonstrate the word to you, St. John. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquities and who heals all your diseases.